0: Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio.
1: morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans, and welcome to today's ep- edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Kara Slay, and today I am joined with my producer, Kaylani DeLuna, my co-hosts, John Chancho, Hunter Mancuso, and Audrey Pasillas. We've got a, a, much to cover in this episode we have planned today, where we'll talk about San Marco, I'm sorry, Texas State softball, and... Uh, Texas State men's basketball, and an interview with two very special guests from the women's lacrosse team here at Texas State. But before we get into anything, I'm going to give John the stage so we can hear a word from our sponsor.
2: Twin Peaks Restaurant Sports Bar sponsor of this broadcast, Bobcat Radio. Located on the northbound front Road of I-35 of Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at twi- TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic views.
1: All right, let's get into our first topic of the day, and that is Texas State Softball, which two of our very own and the studio right now we're at. Um, Texas State Softball had their double header this yesterday, and they had a sweep. They had the I-35 rivalry against UTSA, and the Bobcats won 2-1, to one, and then Northwestern State win for from 7-0. to zero. Audrey, Hunter, how did y'all feel about this game?
3: That is absolutely right, Karis. I mean, what can we say with such limited time about Texas State's softball season opener? I mean, both teams put up a fight on both offense and defense, but in the end, Texas State came out with two wins for their tournament. In their opening versus UTSA, the Bobcats ended the seven inning game two to one. Two runs to one. That was a very intense game. I mean, (laughs) Texas State offensive leaders include Hannah Earls going two for four, Carmen Bass with a double and one RBI, and Katarina Zarati letting the Roadrunners know whose house it is by hitting the first home run of the season in just the second inning. And on the shorter end of the stick, the Roadrunners had only 24 at-bats with just two hits the entire game. Senior Taylor Jensen being the only one to have an RBI, which is kind of... Pretty sad statistically, you know what I'm saying. But I mean, look, we all know stats don't tell the full story. But in this case, it was definitely clear we are all in the same book.
4: Yeah. It didn't stop there, Audrey. In the second game, the the Bobcats bounced back <laughs> with another dominant pitching and offensive performance. The Bobcats put up four in the first inning off of a Sarah Vanderfour home. Um, excuse me. It was a no. They had they had a they had a home run in the first inning and then they had another home run late in the fifth but what the, the main topic of this game was a combined no-hitter. McCann, Pierce and Glenn all went 7 no-hit innings and sat down the Northwestern State Demons 7-0 and combined their tally to 2-0 on this season.
1: Yeah, and you know in during Northwestern at Madison Azura hands out strikeouts like they were candy. Did I pronounce her name wrong? No, it was UTSA. Oh, it was UTSA. <laughs> yeah, it was the, it okay. was the home opener. I am so sorry. <laughs> it was UTSA, not Northwestern State. My bad. But she was she was handing them out like they were candy. They were twelve, um, being the magic number and making her college collegiate debut as well. She killed it. I mean, uh, stat, stats tell it all. I mean. There you go. I mean, She just <laughs> handed it on the silver platter. She was like, here you go. It's like everyone
3: gets a K, literally. Yeah. But speaking about Madison Azua, like you said, Karis, uh, before she uh, became a Texas State Bobcat, she became the first softball pitcher in Round Rock High School history to surpass 500 strikeouts her whole high school career. In wow. case of y'all don't know softball like oh that, it's my. insane. It's like getting 1,000 rebounds, like you Fantastic. mentioned the last BCR with t- Tiffany Tullis. That's yes actually insane and Azua struck out at least one batter each inning and knowing like having that weight on your shoulders like being as freshman of a D D1 softball team and opening for your team with like bigger girls like Taylor or I'm sorry Jessica Mullins and Tori McCann and everything she said in a post-game interview she said my first game was a little nerve-wracking but as The game went on, I got over it, and having my teammates behind my back really helped. Just knowing that the first inning wasn't the end of the world and talking to my teammates helped a lot. So I think this beats major volume on what she brings to the table for the Bobcats and why she started in the season opener. A very wise choice by Coach Woodard to add Azua to the roster.
1: Yeah, and we're going to... So their next game is today at 4.45 p.m. And you can listen to that here on KTSW 89.9, where our very own Audrey Paseas and Bo Kelly will be on the call. But moving on into Texas State men's basketball, they played against Appalachian State, and the final score was 63-56. They won the game, and they have eight games remaining for the Bobcats in the Sunbelt Conference. And what can the team do to keep up these past three wins that they've earned? Um, Kehlani, John?
5: As Kara said, the Bobcats are on a three-game winning streak. They need to keep up this energy and this game and this mentality. I want to give a big shout-out to Davion Sykes. He hit his second double-double in the game against Appalachian today with 17 points and 11 rebounds. Coming off the bench to Jordan Mason, he's just a strong player and he had 12 points. This Bobcat team, their mentality—if they have it for these, like they had these last three games—I feel like they can finish the rest of their season off pretty well.
2: Yeah, so far the season hasn't—it didn't start off, you know, the way that the Bobcats have wanted. But to turn it around towards the end, that's what matters. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. So it's important to see that Coach Johnson's—you know—team is finally gelling together. You know, they had a lot of um, new players come on from the off-season and you know pieces move around but brandon love is also another important key factor he's been playing great he's got a kd like build he gets a lot of do- double doubles gets a lot of rebounds and he's one of the key players for them and their success but it's important to see that the guards are finally you know stepping up to play making their shots and you know giving the box had some success exce- some success as they head in towards the end of the season and the Sun Belt conference tournament
5: yeah, as John said, someone else who's definitely been coming off the bench and showing his shooting range is Dylan Dawson. You know, he's been having these clutch threes moments. I mean, at the end of the first half, second half, halftime, like just coming in in a three, and he's just showing these Bobcats and their opponents that he's not afraid to shoot, and it's really adding to the roster, like John said, and showing that these guards can shoot from anywhere and play.
1: Yeah, and, you know, if we look at the report, like, the last time they played Appalachian State they lost it with the, the final score being 82 to 75 so this was like a big win for them show and prove that they are just as good as they left them um even if not even better um but you know and to reach this uh, the Bobcats now have a 1400 wins in program history which is a big milestone and you know like that's that's something to applaud and something to um, want to have. But, yeah, that's that's a, the Texas State men's basketball. Um, but we are going to go on a quick break. Um, but when we come back, we will be interviewing Megan Carson and Sarah Valdez, who played for the Texas State Women's Lacrosse Club team. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to KTSW 89.9. Welcome back to this edition of bobcat radio this friday we have two special guests in the studio today megan carson and sarah valdez they play for the texas state women's lacrosse team which is a club sponsored by the Rec. and um let's how are y'all doing like how did y'all find the studio? <laughs> did y'all have an easy time finding the studio at all? Uh, Megan did. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a trek, but we got here.
0: Yeah, we got here.
1: Yeah, I'm glad y'all got here. It's safe and in one piece. Um, but I'm just going to kick off the first question. Um, you know, Sarah, growing up playing lacrosse, what was it important for you to find a school that had this club for you to play in? Was it a factor when you were looking into Texas State or any other schools?
6: So I actually thought my lacrosse career was done my senior year. It wasn't until, like, the captain on the Tech State women's lacrosse team, uh, my freshman year so last year, DM'd me on Instagram because we're from the same hometown. And she was like, hey, because she's, like, five years ahead of me. You don't even know her. But um, <laughs> she's, like, five or four years ahead of me. But I met her, like, a couple times. And she's like, I don't know if you remember me, but uh, – I saw, like, you're coming to Texas State. Do you want to come play for our team? And I was, like, a little senior, so I was like, oh, my gosh, like, yes. And um, not realizing it was a club, but it was still, like, so fun. And so she reached out to me. I probably wouldn't have even known about it without her, so.
1: Um, Okay, another question for Sarah. How did you fall in love with lacrosse, and how has the sport that not many know of been life-changing to you? So I –
6: Okay, Uh, my freshman year of high school, I actually had never even considered lacrosse, and I played basketball for 10 years, and then my freshman year, I got cut from the team, so then I was like, oh, well, I'm not gonna do nothing, and then I had, like, this one girl I barely knew was like, hey, like, try lacrosse, and I talked to my parents about it, and I was like, lacrosse? Like, what even is that? And then I went to practice, and I really liked it, and then, um, yeah i just started playing my freshman year of high school and then i got really good at it and um just getting good and then meeting your teammates you just kind of fall in love with it so
2: all right my next question um for both of y'all is what has lacrosse taught y'all like um for important like life lessons you know what does the sport mean to you
0: all right well i'll go (laughs) Um, so um i think it really just teaches you some discipline Um, you have to go to practice to get better and that's kind of how life is as well you have to stay consistent in the things you want to do and pursue in life and so that's really helped me um I've also played sports growing up my whole life and so that's helped as well but in college specifically lacrosse has helped me like keep a better schedule and um stay in shape as well that's important (laughs)
6: I'd say it's taught me patience because, like, even, like, the best players, like, they'll drop the ball or sometimes, like, there's a bad throw or, like, like, you just have to be patient, especially with the new girls because we still have, like, new girls on our team. And so, like, remembering that we were all there once and um, just to be patient with everybody and,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, what has been one of y'all's uh, favorite moments of being part of the Tech State lacrosse team?
0: I would say just the community, honestly. All the girls are super sweet and hilarious. And, um, you know, it's just there's something about being part of a team that's different than anything else you can do. Um, It forms really strong relationships and, um, you know, long-lasting friendships. So, yeah.
6: Mm. My favorite part was scoring my first goal last year. It was so fun, crazy. My parents were there. Everyone was so hyped. Scored for the team. It was awesome. Yeah, paint the is...
2: picture. What was it? What was it like? You know, <laughs> it who'd y'all, who did y'all play? Like, what was we, what was the setup?
6: Um, I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually n- not sure um, what team it was, but it, it was a home game, and it was our. We only because our home games kept getting canceled last year because of like scheduling conflicts and stuff, and so we had one home game, and that was the only one like our fans and our friends could come to fans and family and then so it's the one my parents could come to and so um, I don't know because usually I play defense and when you play defense you can't Be on the offense side and so for some reason I was on offense and then I don't know I got a free position (laughs) I scored and I was like, oh my gosh, like took the opportunity. (laughs) Yes, that was it was crazy
4: My next question for y'all is where y'all hoping this team takes y'all either next in your career or in your life in general? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. So um, honestly, this is my first um, year ever playing lacrosse. You know, kind of like I said earlier, I played sports all growing up. It's just I used to live in Lubbock, and lacrosse isn't a big sport up there. Um, and so I don't I don't really know where I'm going with it, but I know that I'm enjoying the moment I'm in now, um, and I'm learning a lot. And it's honestly a really fun sport, so I could see myself pursuing it. Mm, I
6: think
0: this, so this is my, I believe, fifth or sixth year and
6: this my I might be coming towards the end because it's starting to wear and tear on my body and I also play um other sports too like on the side like I'm in the pickleball club at Texas State plug and so um just doing all of that and then doing other stuff and then with our church we play volleyball and frisbee it's just like a lot of wear and tear on your body especially for lacrosse so I might be coming towards the and for real.
3: <laughs> Megan, you said that you're from Lubbock. So my question for you is what other sports do you enjoy watching and playing? And same with you, um, Sarah, like you said that you're, you're a part of like other, like little s- sport clubs. So like, give me the gist about that. Let me know what what's going on. Yeah. All right. So,
0: um, you know, I played like basketball, volleyball, soccer growing up, but, um, my sport that was like the one I pursued the most was track. I did track, um, from middle school all the way through senior year, um, and so that was that was really good. Um, my favorite sport to watch, I would have to say, is football. Um, my house is a Dallas Cowboys house, so you know, Ooh. yeah. That's what <laughs> I, that's right. I like.
2: That's, that's what right. I like to hear. No, no, I look no. at that; he a Texas fan right now.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We
2: don't talk about it.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so um, I love that, and um, I love basketball too. You know. Um, You know, since I played it while growing up, it's always been fun to watch other people really be successful in it.
6: (laughs) Uh, what sports do I like to watch? Yeah. Yes. Or played. Or <laughs> played, played yeah. whatever. Give me I your... know you
1: said you played 10, ten years of basketball. Yeah.
6: Um, I loved basketball. I love that it was indoors. The courts are easy on your joints. Like, <laughs> man, I don't know. I've, I loved it. I mean, it's not my time anymore to play that. But I do love watching it because I actually understand it. And, like, like baseball, I you could, I couldn't tell you. I've tried. <laughs> like, I just. Mm-mm. But I love watching basketball. And I actually do really, like, enjoy Watching uh lacrosse because I understand it, um, but that's pretty much it I think.
5: Um, what is your goals and mentality as y'all head into y'all's first game next week tomorrow this, tomorrow T- uh, tomorrow? Yes. What is y'all's goals for the season and y'all's mentality? We're oh. in it
0: to win it, man!
6: Oh my <laughs> gosh,
0: I. We're really excited that we're nervous. Yeah, I'm a little nervous since it's my first um, time actually like playing against people who aren't on my team. (laughs) Um, But um, I'm just I really want to have some fun. You know, that's kind of what college is about. Um, And just being able to make memories that I'm going to remember forever. Um, And I do want to do well. You know, I don't want to lose. So that's not (laughs) the the competitiveness.
1: Coming Uh, out to play. Yeah, for sure
3: oh my gosh sorry uh, that's true Sarah um, my follow up question kind of is like what are y'all's hype songs like give me like <laughs> yeah. me this picture give me a rundown if of y'all can have on. like a
1: walk up song oh too. my gosh I
3: have
6: this literally <laughs> like that. okay I try not to listen to like bad music or like rap I don't usually like rap but Champions by Kanye West that's a good
1: um, that's a great with other
6: people I forgot what, who they are. I literally, like, I love that song. And they play that pickball all the time. And every single time, I literally scream, I'm like, this is my walkout song. <laughs> or Forever by Kanye West and Drake. And um, we got some big, uh, them.
1: big Drake mm-hmm. and Kanye West. I names. love Kanye.
6: So
0: those two sure. What about you, Megan? Okay, this is kind of basic, but um, you know the song that's like, it's the final countdown. Okay. Final yeah. countdown? Yeah, I guess that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good song, and it's like a good walking song. Or the
6: Rocky theme song, It's Gonna Fly Now. Yeah. Yeah. You guys okay. are Rocky
0: fans? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be I'm honest, gonna I usually listen to country music, so, oh, yeah.
2: No. yeah. I like it, I
1: like it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay, so, and LaCroix, like, the lacrosse page that is on the Rex website it says anybody f- who doesn't know anything to girls who have played in the NCAA and Megan I know that you this is your first year playing lacrosse and you don't know much about it but on this club team you have stepped into being a teammate and being a supporter of lacrosse has it been nerve wracking playing something that you don't know much about and don't like real like really have a lot of knowledge on. I mean, for sure. I think whenever you go into anything,
0: you know, for the first time, it's nerve-wracking, especially if a ball is flying at your face <laughs> and you don't know how to catch with a stick um, at first. But, you know, it's really cool to see my progression throughout mm-hmm. uh, last semester and honestly, like, the beginning of this semester. Um, and just, like, sports are something that you can definitely see growth in, while other things in life sometimes you can't. Um, and so, and honestly, my team has helped me a lot through that as well. They're all very understanding. Um which is really helpful because, you know, you never want to be the person that's, like, dropping the ball 24-7. But I think because of how supportive they are, I've been able to, like, truly learn so much this, um, I guess, last semester. Um, So I'm excited to see. I feel like I'm going to get better, especially playing games and actually getting integrated into, like, what the sport's about, which is playing other Mm -hmm. teams. Um, But, yeah, so.
1: Yeah. Has it – have you, like, noticed any, like, change of, like, your place playing style or anything like that when you have played? Well, <laughs> I mean, like, all season She
3: knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I'm starting to know what I'm doing a little bit better. Um, I'm not running around as much, like, not knowing where I'm going, so like that's a good. Chick, Like a chicken with his head cold. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's good,
6: though. Like it's I not, believe it. It's not uh-huh. a hard, like, I guess there's a lot of little technical rules you have to learn but like like i remember like if you really put your mind to it like my freshman year of high school when i first started like i didn't the first like three games i didn't even play and by the end of the season i was a starter because like i had that mindset of like i want to do it and so do you like megan's really good at like um and she's athletic like (laughs) i mean we all we've all
1: been there so oh thanks Uh, (laughs) what position what position do you play me? Yeah. um mm, I don't know. <laughs> I guess everything that's something we gotta find
6: out
0: tomorrow. Yeah. I think you're you're fast, so you'd probably be a midi. Yeah, but then I'm like, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I think I could do anything on the field except for goalie. That's a hard job. Yeah, I, I
3: could are, see that. Yeah. I don't want
1: the balls flying at my face. So yeah. Yeah. I grew up watching lacrosse. My brother played lacrosse. Mm-hmm. So it's just like such an interesting sport to look at and like <laughs> see. Even though I was a kid and I wasn't really paying that much attention. But especially the guys.
3: I have a question for y'all. This is a real question, by the way. Um, so in is a real question. In Mean Just Girls, you though. understand at the end of the movie, Regina George is seen playing lacrosse. Is it anything like that on the field, like that intensity or like you know what I mean? If you know what I'm referencing to, when if did not, she, when does she play lacrosse? It was like after she um, recovered from her neck injury. Like after she got Allie hit. In oh, front of the bus. oh, I
6: briefly remember that. Like that once you're went, totally like, fine.
3: Regina. Yeah, that's like, why she takes out her anger now. So like oh. is there any correlation to real lacrosse, or is that just like a whole like movie thing? You know what I mean? For me. Uh
6: <laughs> you're not supposed girls can't tackle the guys and girls' roles are different. Like girls are a lot softer. You can't tackle, but I personally tackle I don't know, like not tackle, but like I definitely have gotten a couple yellow cards in my day because I just get all into it and I don't know, but I've been tackled, so... Hey,
1: you have to release that beast somehow. So,
6: yeah. I think I hers think is a little dramatic. You can't just fall and like shove someone, but sometimes you fall or sometimes it happens, so... Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry, no, you're good. Um, honestly since I haven't played a full-on game yet I don't really know I, I think I'm way more competitive whenever I'm playing people who I don't know you know I'm like I, I don't want to hurt my teammates especially like the really good ones I'm like we need you so <laughs> I think we'll, we'll see but I feel like it definitely some girls get really aggressive like that for Me. sure but Sarah
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then my next question, more so for Sarah, because you've been in lacrosse a little bit longer than Megan, who's just starting out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is a big thing in sports is superstitions. Is there anything you have that's like a pregame, a pregame, like a ritual, ritual, thank you, uh, that you just religiously do every time you take the field?
6: Uh, mm, Not really. I do say, like, look good, feel good. So I will put on, like, some mascara or something before my game. And, like, okay, I look good in my uniform. I can play well. But other than that, I always – No, nothing specifically. I always eat a granola bar and uh, (laughs) a stretch, and then that's it. Yeah, nothing crazy.
4: And then for you, Megan, is there anything you're you're looking forward to, like, adapting as a pregame ritual
0: I mean okay, this, to the final countdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to the final countdown. No, um I mean this is kinda weird, but like I put on my my right shoe first and then my left. But mm. that's kind of just like a everyday life kind of thing. <laughs> I don't ritual. know. I'm, I'm just crazy. Was but. it some
1: something that you did before, like when you were like a track playing yeah. track? Like what did you do? Well, um,
0: to be honest, I wouldn't eat too much before like enough like a little breakfast maybe but like playing on a full stomach is kind of difficult sometimes Mm -hmm. um during season i definitely drink a lot more water i'm a very big dr pepper person Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so like i have to like train
1: myself to actually want to drink water yeah (laughs) yeah so well thank you so much you guys for coming into the studio today and interviewing um we really appreciate it um And yeah, Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, Yeah, of course. So we do have a little bit of time, and I want to get my team's opinion on if Texas State should add a sand volleyball team because it is hosted by Sunbelt Conference. So, how would y'all feel about that? Would y'all go to games? Would y'all be in all support? Do you I, think Sean Hewitt could coach that team?
5: Oh. oh, I mean, if Sean Hewitt is willing to do it, I say yes. A hundred percent, it makes sense here in San Marcos. Obviously, Soul Park, we have the courts. Mm-hmm. You know, they might just need a little revamp. But I say yes, all four, a hundred percent.
2: I say so. Yeah. Um- <laughs> No, I've seen the people play softball. Um, people are intense, so <laughs> I definitely think we could sign some D one athletes there. Um, just, but,
1: just off Soul Park. Yeah, just that so far. You like just go
2: look, and you be like, all right, there's a couple here. We could, we could <laughs> yeah. sign. Um, I mean, it would be, it would be interesting. It would be fun for the university. I don't know if they would do it, but you know, and how the venue would be played. You know where. You know, is it just going to be a school park? You know, people are going to try tan, and then <laughs> there's, a, there's a competitive game of Old there's Dominion. Some and, the, yeah, there. Old, there's Sun God. Yeah, Old Dominion. Sun God looking, <laughs> and Old Dominion, and Texas State are playing. It's, uh, I don't know. But, I mean, volleyball's fun. I think it'd be fun if they did at it. Um, I know something about conference thing has men's soccer, but Texas State only mm-hmm. just has a club, men's soccer, so...
1: Uh-huh. would men's soccer would be something that you would want to see from Texas I would like 100%. to see it. Yeah,
2: I would like to see it because I've also <laughs> seen those guys play and they are intense. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it would definitely be fun to, to see Texas State venture off into new Division I um, sports. But, you know, that's it the future. That's in Danfoss' court. So, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's for him to decide.
3: I definitely agree with you, Karis. I mean, <clears throat> you of all people, I feel like, would love a sand volleyball team here at Texas say You've brought it up before at, on other BCRs yes. as well. So, I mean, you're trying to tell us something. Like, I know. You, are, you I, got something I, in the last works. Last time, we just
1: didn't have a lot of time. So I was really
3: <laughs> Go out. for it. I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool. Like Gian said, there's such, like, intense players at Sewell. Like... They take it a little bit too seriously sometimes. I'm like, "Bro, we're just here to play," you know what I mean? But I mean, if Texas State has that uh energy and like intensity to wanna play Texas or sand volleyball that like competitively, definitely do it or make a club volleyball team anyway.
4: That's I would support a sand volleyball uh <laughs> sand volleyball team. It's a, it's a it's a crazy different sport for a crazy different school and it fits the environment of Texas State, so I say why not.
1: Yeah. What what would be a sport that you would want to see?
4: I think I would go with men's soccer as well, adding on to a, a, a professional team. Because I think we have a women's soccer, correct? Yes. yes. Correct. And I think the men are just as capable and stronger and ex- as is exciting to get their own uh, real D1 team here. So I think I would be on the track of a, uh, a men's soccer team as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's all the time we have for today. But I'm going to give it to Keewani to do some weather.
5: Um, it is currently 69 degrees outside, a little gloomy, you know, um, and today's going to be a high of 74. Hopefully, we see a little bit of sunshine for the week. Tomorrow, we have, for Saturday, we have an 80% chance of rain with a low of 57 and a high of 67. And Sunday, we have a 45% chance of rain with a low of 45 and a high
1: of 69. I heart rain. I'm so excited. <laughs> um,
3: no. not it's supposed to be
5: springtime, but I, I need well,
3: sunshine. S- sp-
1: Sunshine. Spring showers? Are we not? No. Right. That's, in, I
5: just
2: well, that's I just in April.
3: That's <laughs> April. I'm only sad about it because Texas State has their f- tournament this weekend for softball, and it's oh. an outdoor sport.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. you'll be uh, in the booth. It'll be, it'll yeah, be okay. you'll be they happy. won't be. They'll be. <laughs> we were they not in the booth. Be Let me just. Oh, Wait, never mind. Rule never. with
3: softball: like,
5: is it like if a lightning's right, they can't like mm-hmm. certain distance. DL. Certain distances, right?
3: Delay the game. Okay,
5: mm-hmm. but not rain. Okay, so I guess don't forget your umbrella this weekend, just in case it rains, and stay dry.
1: Well, like I said, that's all the time we have for today's episode. But don't worry, though, because we will be back with another episode of Bobcat Radio at the same time on Monday. Um, if you enjoyed um, this episode of Bobcat Radio and want to continue to hear more, then make sure you keep up with us at KTSW Sports on all social media. For Keilani DeLuna, John Choncho, Hunter Mancuso, and Audrey Pacias. I'm Kara Slay, and thank you for listening to this Friday's edition of Bobcat Radio. Have fun, be kind, and be safe, beautiful people. Now let's get you back to the other side of radio.